News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, clinicians have raised concerns about the Temple Street scandal a year ago. So said Minister for Health Stephen Donnelly yesterday. He added, it's clear other people knew of the scandal affecting children. NASA Hurricane Green Party TD for Dublin Central, member of the Oireachtas Health Committee, uh, joins us. NASA, your reaction to this? I think it's incredibly concerning and I can only imagine the the worry for parents and, and for service users. You know, Temple Street has cared for, for millions of Irish children at this stage and um, have done so brilliantly in the past. But for parents who are receiving, you know, whose children are receiving care there, the the issues that this raises around governance and around, you know, clinical responsibility in the hospital are huge. And the fact that this seems to have been rumbling on for at least two years, kind of in the background and, and not, you know, not transparently, not not in the public sphere, is incredibly worrying. Um, certainly the Health Committee is, is asking for an urgent meeting with CHI um, to, to see if we can get some of those details on the record. Yeah, wh- what exactly do you want to ask this, uh, CHI? Well, I suppose there there are two kind of Sorry, we should say of, the CHI is the, is the uh, Children's Hospital Ireland. Yes, Children's Health Ireland. Children's, so, Children's uh, Health Ireland, excuse me. Yeah. So I, I think there are two facets to this. First of all is, I, I suppose, what are we doing going forward for those parents and for those children? Because, you know, we've, we know that the service has been effectively stalled um, and, and paused since July last year because of these concerns. But there are children suffering now with with. with spina bifida and other conditions who need treatment now. So I think as a matter of urgency, we need to hear from Children's Health Ireland, from the hospital, what is the plan for treatment in the coming year even? Um, how do we rebuild that trust between parents and the hospital? But, but then there is a kind of a, a, another part of this, which is how did this happen? How, how did this happen in terms of governance, in terms of procurement? Um, th- those are things, I suppose, that the HSE um, and CHI and certainly even health products, the, the regulatory authority there need to answer how did a product that, that is not covered by clinical governance make its way into a hospital and into a surgery with a child? Um, and certainly those are huge questions for any health authority to have to answer. Um, how do we ensure that it never happens again? And how perhaps can we exp- expedite this external review that's being undertaken by a consultant from Liverpool a- around the service in general? So, so there's the governance issue, but there's also a very real issue about, you know, what, what will the future in the next year or two look like for children who need care right now? Uh, I, I, and I, I obviously don't have the answers to, to those questions. That's obviously a matter for, uh, for CHI. I, I'm wondering, though, would they say that due process had to happen in this case and due process by its very nature is quite a slow moving thing? I think due process is absolutely a fair point. However... Um, I noticed that some of the advocates for, for spina bifida, for example, are, are, are making the, the comparison between this and a recall of products. So, so a faulty product has entered the market and there's a recall. And part of that discussion is to make people aware that it's happening. And I think for this to be happening for two years, for, for the first um, concerns to be raised over two years ago, perhaps, as far as we know, again, we don't have all the answers and certainly... We haven't managed to, to, the minister has been out of the country, so we don't have all the answers. But, but it seems like this has been happening for quite an extended period of time, pretty much in the darkness. And certainly people like myself 
um, and other members of the, the Health Committee who, who deal in these issues all day, every day, weren't aware that there was a uh, review going on, that there was an investigation going on. And there is a piece around transparency and public trust here when there is a, a, a faulty product entering the market and a concern around service and a concern around surgery. It's really important that the public have trust in those services. So I think there is a very kind of serious question here around how this was dealt with and the fact that it, it, it kind of took a, a whistleblower and, and it, it took pressure on the system for it to be made public. That, that's a very difficult place to put parents in who are seeking treatment for children. They, they need to feel that they can bring a child in and then if there is a problem, they'll be informed of it. Uh, just on the whistleblower thing, I mean, is there enough, of, uh, enough procedures or processes in place to allow somebody maybe express concerns about things that they've seen? You know, not necessarily that they're, they're absolutely convinced that there's something wrong, but maybe they're just a little bit concerned at something. Is there enough procedures in place, do you think, in our health, ser- uh, health service to allow employees do that? I think that we, we, you know, we do have whistleblower legislation and we do have legislation in place to protect people. But I think the reality is, is that Ireland is a small country with very robust institutions and where whistleblowers enter the, the discussion, there is often a very significant pushback from that system to protect itself. And certainly my experience, not just of the HSE, but of other institutions in Ireland, is that we have a tendency to protect the, the institution. The institution will, will you know, put resources to protecting itself and to protecting those people who are upholding that institution, often at the expense of the whistleblower, and then often at the expense of transparency and information and, and good governance. And certainly in this case, there are so many questions, particularly around, and, and I, I think, you know, rightly children are at the heart of this conversation. But I have to say, there are some very, very worrying questions being thrown up here around procurement processes when it comes to me- medicine. That I think that you know whistleblowers do still face an uphill battle in Irish systems. Okay. Right. Yeah, I think that that is that is true to say. Uh, just uh, finally, do you have any concerns around the fact that this external review of spinal surgeries at Temple Street mightn't be completed for at least a year? I mean, is that fair enough? Is it a complex process that takes time, or is that just too slow in your view? I think, unfortunately. That, that is a very long time to be waiting for this review. As I understand it, even the scope won't be agreed until the end of this year. Now, obviously, we're in September, so that means three to four months. But I, I do think that that is a, an extended period of time for families to be waiting for answers. So I, I, I think that what the minister should be looking at, and certainly at the Health Committee, hopefully next week, what we'll be looking for is how can we expedite that? How do we, how do we push more resources to that process? so that we can expedite that report. Because as I said, building that trust back up between the hospital and people in receipt of of services and their parents is absolutely urgent and and should be primary to all of this. Nessa Harrigan, Green Party TD for Dublin Central, member of the Oireachtas Health Committee. Thank you for speaking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.